Here's the way this works. Their Yud Gimelikrim are immovable. You can find a hundred Gemaras that seem to say Fakert. You have a hundred Kashas. Normally, you know, I always say this. If you have a Toysvis and a hundred Gemaras Fakert, uh, an Amoretz will, uh, a Tamar Chacha will say you have a Shver Toysvis. An Amoretz will say you have a hundred Shver Gemaras. But if you have one of the Yud Gimelikrim, and you seem to have a hundred Gemaras Fakert, you have a hundred Shver Gemaras. The Yud Gimel Ikrim do not move. So, Kalvachaymer, if you have something that you see in the Tanya and that the Loshan, for whatever reason, seems to say that Chas V'Shalom HaKadosh Baruch created the world for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's benefit, which is logically, and Al-Pi Chazal, and Al-Pi Psukim, impossible, unless you make HaKadosh Baruch Hu into a Getchka, you have to understand the Tanya differently. And therefore, if you're going to learn Tanya, I would highly recommend that first you learn the Shar Yichud V'Hamunah first, which will set the parameters of these things that you're allowed to think, and then uh, learn the rest of the Tanya. And even if you do, get a Rebbe that knows what he's talking about and don't learn it on your own. By people who think that a Kaddish who created the world because he wanted a Deir B'tach like somebody, uh, Lahavdil, who wants a, uh, uh, wants to buy a condo in Florida. That's a Deir B'tach is the reason why the Yud Gimel Ikrim are immovable because they're Mokrach Misfar? Is that, is that why? Like, we have to, you have to explain the, the hundred Shvera Gemaras to fit in with them because you, you have to say the Yud Gimel Ikrim? Like, what, what's the reason the rule goes the opposite way when it comes to the Yud Gimel Ikrim? Um. Question, why is it true that the Yud Gimelikrim are immovable? Why is it taka true? Are they Mukhrachal Pisvara? The answer is, well, the first four are Mukhrachal Pisvara. Those are about Hashem. And as the Ramchal says at the beginning of the Derech Hashem, the first parak of the Ramchal and Derech Hashem, what I wrote my uh, kuntras on, that, that contains the first four of the Yud Gimelikrim. Those are about Hashem. Those are Mukhrachal Pisvara. But that's not the point here. The Yud Gimelikrim are the basis of Yiddishkeit. The Yud Gimelikrim are the basis of Yiddishkeit, such that if you don't follow the Yud Gimelikrim, you're not practicing Judaism, you're practicing another religion. Meaning that without any of these, you're an Apikairis. We know there's such a thing as an Apikairis. Mishn, Apikairis has no chelik in Elam Haba, right? Apikairis, Marin Vloy Malin. So what's an Apikairis? The Rambam over there, that's where he has the Yud Gimelikrim. He really has a Mishnah Torah too, but they're kind of hidden. And when the Rambam in Mishnah Torah says, what's an Apikairis, what's a Mun, what's a Kaifer? If you mix and match those things, they happen to be the Yud Gimelikrim. But the Yud Gimelikrim are listed, one, number 1 to 13, in the Perish HaMishnayis in Chelek. There, the Rambam says that um, if you're Kaifer in these Yud Gimelikrim, or if you Masupik in any of these Yud Gimelikrim, you don't have to be Kaifer in all of them, and you don't have to be Masupik about it. If you Masupik in any of them, you're an Apikairis. And or you're not, you're not Jewish, meaning there's Mitzvah to love Jews, there's no Mitzvah to love Apikarsim. There's Mitzvah to Meshav Aveda to Jew, there's no Mitzvah to Meshav Aveda to Apikarsim. Now, Reb Chaim Brisk, everybody knows, asks Akasha, uh, what do you mean? Anybody that's Chilka on anything the Torah says is an Apikairis? So there are a lot of Turutzim. Reb Chaim's Teretz is that on these Yud Gimelikrim, Nebuch Apikairis is Oichetan Apikairis. If let's say you say that Yaakov's brother was not Esau, 
I know better than the Torah. Yaakov's brother was um, Adolf. Okay? So if you know the Torah says Esav, and you say the Torah is wrong, you're an Apikairus. What if you really think that's what the Torah says? You went to the wrong cheder. You had the, the, I don't know, the, the wrong guy who you followed as a godel. And <laughs> this is what he told you. Right? So if you, you say, no, that's what the Torah says, then you're not an Apikairus. You're Shoyge, you're not an Apikairus. But if you think that there's no Mashiach, or you think that Hashem has a body, or you think there's no Schar Oynish, or any of these things against the Yud Gimelikrim, you're not Apikairus anyway, even if you think that's what it says in the Torah. That's Reb Chaim's Teretz. So that's why these 13 are muted. Everything else you can have a machloikis. When you have a stira, so there are three ways to answer the stira. Let's say you have a stira between the Gemara and Shabbos and the Gemara and Pesachim regarding, well, regarding when the day ends and the night begins. And there is such a stira. So in order to answer a stira, you have three possible ways to do it. You can either say the Gemara in Pesachim really is not Kipshutai and we look at the Gemara in Shabbos. Or you could say the Gemara Shabbos is not Kipshutai, we look at the Gemara in Pesachim. And that's the Machloikis Rabbeinu Tam and the Goinim. That's Mamish what the Machloikis depends on. Or you could say neither of them are Kipshutai and you can have a, a different uh, Shita. I'm not saying we can do it Lamaisa. This is, but those are the three mathematical ways to answer a stira. When you're talking about Let's say you have a steer in Gemara's. So you also have those three options. You could say Gemara A is really not, doesn't mean what it seems to say. It really means something else. And Gemara B is Kipshutai, vice versa, or neither of them are Kipshutai. When it comes to the Yud Gemalikrim, if you have a Kasha that says from a Posuk, Yad Hashem, right? You can't say no. Yad Hashem means literal, and the Psukim that say Hashem has no body, that's not Kipshutai. Or you can't even say, no, Yad Hashem means literal, and I, those Psukim of the Rambam, mean, Mishtap Nishfun Akasha. Hashem has a body, I, the Rambam's Rayas, Akasha, Tzorachiyun. You cannot do that. Those 13 are the minimum that a person has to believe in order to be considered practicing Judaism. Without those 13, you're not practicing Judaism. Therefore, they are immovable. If you want to, you could be right or wrong about other things. Uh, um, but regarding the Yud Gimelikrim, even if you're accidentally wrong, you're not Pikaris. They are not movable. Those are Yud Gimelikrim. Even those that are Cholik on the Rambam. There are people that are Cholik in the number of Ikrim. What are Ikrim, what aren't. But everybody agrees that these Ikrim are true. Nobody says that they're not true. The question is, are they Ikrim? Meaning, if you're Bishoyge, you don't believe in one, is it Nebuch HaPikaris, Oich HaPikaris? But as uh, the Briskerov said, we paskin like the Siddur, which has a Yud Gimelikrim. In other words, the Halach is like the Rambam. And again, if you look in the Rambam and Mishnah Torah, you will find the Yud Gimelikrim, but they won't be listed, Ikr 1, 2, 3. And that, and when the Rambam says, who's Apikaris, who's a Kaifer, who's a Min, and he lists the beliefs of these categories, you'll see that those are the Yud Gimelikrim.